You're listening to a Flawless Noises Media Network production. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to another episode of Ratchet Ramblings Podcast brought to you by Flawless Noises Media Network. I am one half of your co-host today, Candice, not some new at PC on all social media, and I'm joined by my girl, Adrian. Hey, Adrian. Hey. Jeremy is not with us today. You will be missed, but he should be back next week. Um, I, you know, we usually come to you on Sundays, but we had so much content that I just did not want to sit this week out. Um, so we have quite a bit of stuff to cover. The Black Inks are back. We'll be covering Black Ink LA on the regular feed, Black Ink New York on the Patreon. Um, Bell Collective is back. We got Real Housewives of Atlanta. We got Couples Retreat and we got Love and Marriage Huntsville. And all of it, um, all of it was messy. All of it. All of it was messy. It 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 it, it was messy. It really was. Um, I, <laughs> where you want to start, Adrian? I I'm excited about it all, so I'll let you pick. Don't put me in the hot seat. Okay, I would like to start with Black Ink LA. Works for me. Um. Uh-uh. Nessie, Nessie, bro, Lemire, not your friend. And I don't think he ever was. I think y'all just were convenient kicking it partner. See, I feel indifferent. I feel like Nessie is doing a whole lot over a four month situationship. No, she is dragging it. No, she is she dragging it. She is dragging it. Um, what Nessie conveniently continues to leave out is that. Lemire and Ken have been good friends long before Nessie and Lemire were friends. And you trying to force somebody to pick a side over a situation that you are dragging to me is bullshit. It and- is, but also he should have like cut that off like right at the front. Like, and I don't think he did. And I don't think he established those boundaries. And then he just got fed up. Now, see, I think he tried to. If I remember last season, he asked to be left out of it. And she blew up on him again and called him all type of hoe-ass niggas and bitch-ass niggas and this, that, and a third. And when Lemire was considering opening up his own shop, he said business-wise that he was not going to have Nessie in the same shop where Kim was working because Nessie can't seem to let it go. And Mm -hmm. it wouldn't be a professional work environment. As you can see, and this is Mm -hmm. what is is pissing me off about Nessie. Ken is not coming in the spaces disrespecting her. And I do agree. One thing uh, Lemire was supposed to do was really get on Ken's ass because the way that girl handled them not fucking around no more after four months, you had no business trying to have no type of friendship with her. Yeah, that was that was weird. I don't care weird. if y'all were friends before y'all started fucking around. She let you know that she was in, she was incapable of going back to something platonic. And I'm going to call Nessie weird too because you only agreed to a platonic friendship because you saw it as a mean to get your foot back in the door and get back with that man. Yeah. You wanted yeah. him back and you were willing to do anything to get him back. 
And when it didn't work out in your favor, you are acting like this man cheated on you with your best friend. And that's not the case. Because I thought they had messed around for six months. I gave them two extra months, like half a year. Four months. I thought it was longer than that. I don't know how I thought it was longer than that, but I thought it was longer than that. But she is definitely dragging it for four for four months. Four she, months. She's dragging it. But also, and maybe it's just me, I feel like you kind of, when you break up with somebody, you kind of feel the energy of where they are. Yeah. So I kind of, I thought I can just a little bit because it's like, you had to have been feeling that energy. Yeah. Yeah. But according to Nessie, it was strictly platonic out of her own mouth. It was strictly platonic. No boundaries were being crossed. No lines were being crossed. No, I don't think there, I don't think there were, but you can feel without crossing boundaries, you can feel energy and you can feel when energy is on more than a friendship type tip. So that's yeah, what that's what I'm kind of calling out. That's what I'm kind of calling out is you. There's no way Nessie's not good at hiding her feeling and her energy. So there's no way you didn't kind of you didn't pick up on that energy. Now maybe you thought, oh, this is just for now, and we can get past this. Maybe that, but there's no way you didn't feel that energy from her. Yeah, yeah. And- but my point still stands. I don't think I don't think Lemire is the friend that she wants him to be. And that's one thing that people need to do a better job of is managing their expectation because mm-hmm. um you n- now let's keep it a hundred here you are expecting unyielding loyalty from somebody that you didn't even reciprocate that with you only stopped working at kp shop because you and kp had a blow up you were willing to work True. in kp shop and get money in kp shop knowing how disrespectful and awful KP and Tim had been to Lemire pretty much unprovoked Yeah, to the point of trying to fight them. So to sit here and have this energy and call this man an opportunist, what not trying to be funny, what opportunity does Lemire truly need from cat and cat shop? When this man has gone on to have a million dollar plus business on his own. He simply just wants to have a place to tattoo. And he likes the energy that Kat gives off. But Lemire, if he truly wanted to, could open up his own shop and be truly successful. But he's not ready to tattoo again full time. Yeah. Because Happy Ice is what's bringing in the his income. I really want to try Happy Ice. <laughs> I do. I do too. Real bad. Real bad. Um, You know, I just... Okay, is it me or is the lesbian in that shop giving off really weird vibes? No, she giving off lesbian from the military vibes. <laughs> like she she is really gassing it real bad. Yeah. Real bad. And without all the no, she do have all the information. And she even said in the green screen, Nessie is doing a lot over something that was only four months long. She even said it. Yeah, because didn't she come to Nessie and ask Nessie how she felt with Kim yes. and told okay, her, so she sparked and told all that her, oh. and told her to go say something to Lemire. Oh, yeah, well, I, I, um, she's a she's okay, a pot so store and she's trying to be a, a power player in this on this show. That's what is coming across to me. Like she's trying to be a shit stirrer. Yeah, because I didn't like the little little sneak dissing of is the same Kevin. Yeah, Kevin. Yeah, 
Yeah, like instead of sneak dissing about what he's not doing, you could just come to Cat like, "Hey, you know, I know you trust Kevin with a lot of you know a lot of things and responsibilities. You know, I'd like to be also be someone that you can count on in that capacity." Absolutely, absolutely. Um, I don't know if you watched Black Ink New York when Kevin was on there, but I'm so glad he got away from that New York crew because he was a he's a really phenomenal tattoo artist. Really, yeah, good. no, I watched it still. I still watched it then. Yeah, he is really good. And, you know, I got a little smoke for Cat because are you paying Kevin to play your role while you're in Orlando with your fiance? Because Black people have a it bad habit me. of leaning on people like that. You and Kevin are good friends, y'all work well together, but putting him in your shoes while you go play family. And you go play soon to be a wife and mom of almost two. You need to be properly compensating him for that because him, nobody should be tasked with keeping up with renovations and construction on a new shop, plus the current shop and the employees without proper compensation. Proper compensation, but it doesn't even seem like it was communicated clearly that that's what she was expecting from him. It doesn't at all. And again, people have this. Cat is an absolutely phenomenal tattoo artist. Being an absolutely phenomenal tattoo artist doesn't mean you're an absolutely phenomenal boss and business owner. Let me say that. Mm-hmm. Anybody who has done even a little bit, had any type of construction doing on their home, a new building, you got to stay on top of these fucking contractors or they will take advantage of you. Yes, because that shit looks garbage. That is a known fact. You could talk to any type of engineer, any type of homeowner who had a home built, had a home renovated or anything. You cannot let contractors believe that you're not going to be around because they will just spend your fucking money, take your money and not be doing what the fuck they supposed to be doing. And that's what's Mm -hmm. happening with this new shop. You've been laying up, playing up, getting pregnant and and in Orlando playing house, but you haven't really been keeping up on that work. You have to be out there. You can't be on the other side of the country thinking that, you know, thinking that they doing what they supposed to be doing on good faith. No, you got to be in their fucking faces and they should be accounting for every fucking dime. And what they told you it was going to cost to renovate your shop, the price is the price. I wouldn't be spending an extra fucking dime. Whoever you hired should eat the cost of fixing their mistakes. So when you start going into business, this is why one, you need a lawyer and an accountant because they should have certain contracts and in those contracts and those scope of works and those legal documents, it's in those specs. It should say that if you mess this up or fuck this up, you have the onus of repairing it and it's at your cost. Yeah. Beautiful gowns, though. No last hope. Congratulations on your kids. Yeah. K- KP and Tim. First of all, KP, don't nobody want to hear that fucking music. Turn that bullshit off. You scaring the hoes away. That's the first problem. Stop making music and start tattooing more. Is he still with Kyla Pratt? I wonder. I'm not sure. Okay. I, I was just wondering. I mean, it's not like you saw them out around a lot. And besides, yeah. like, maybe the first episode, you really didn't see her any, like, after that. So, I don't know. But I was just wondering. Yeah. I was wondering the same thing. And, like, 
when I've gone to her Instagram, I haven't seen any pictures of them together in a very long okay at all. Yeah, I, some way. tell me like there. Some tell me they not because I feel like if they were, he. I feel like he would have put like a few more family scenes with her so he wouldn't seem like an asshole to women. I mean, she wished him a happy Father's Day two years ago. That's it. So he hasn't been a happy father in two years or? Okay, uh, I'm going to go down. I'm Let me go. I'm going to do some, some investigation. I'm, I'm down the rabbit hole <laughs> and he don't have any pictures with her. Just pictures of him and the kids here and there, but no okay, pics so. of her. So we can we can basically assume that they're not together no more. That they're not together. And if okay. so, I'm glad for her because he's a dickhead. Like he is so unlikable to me. He and you want to like him. I want to like do. him. I because wanna... I want to. Because I like his vision of what he wants to do, bringing, having a creative space uh, in the middle of like the hood. Like I want, I want to like him, but he, he's unlikable. Same, same with Tim Wide Hip Ass, you know? Um, I can't think of the guy name, but. Um, Sway? No, not Sway. No, Sway. the one mm-hmm. whose grandma passed. It's somewhat an ass. I feel yeah. like it. I could be lying. Sketch, Scar, Sir, Skim, Skim, whatever his name is. So I'm 50-50 with him because it is very, very understandable to lose the figurehead of your family and it knocked the wind out of you. Yeah. And subsequently by them passing, you are the other, you are the only person to pick up the pieces and do the work that they were doing. Mm-hmm. And if I'm not mistaken, if I remember from the first two seasons, he is responsible for the care of some siblings that his grandmother was caring for until she passed away. Okay. And I, I don't recall it. Like he's, yeah, he's responsible for the care of some family members. And so okay. I understand. However, let's be adults here. Let's be honest. There's not a time. There's not a place, there's not an employer where you can just not show up to work and not have clear and transparent communication about if you're coming back to work, if you're resigning, if you just need more time or whatever the case. So for him to act like Lemire and Tim are being unreasonable really pissed me off, especially when you've been embarking on other business opportunities. So you're Uh not, you're not too fucked up to not make money elsewhere you just feel like you can walk in and out of that shop because you and kp had a close relationship when you want to and that's fucked up to me okay yeah that is because i was gonna say i remember the last season they told him to like take as much time as he needed but i didn't know like they did you making other money moves yes not like communicating mm -hmm. no that's fucked up He said in the episode that he's been taking a step back to see if he still wants to be in the shop and tattooing. And he's been embarking on some other business opportunities. And when he finally came in the shop to talk to KP and Tim, he's like, oh, well, I'm an agent. I'm trying to get into being a sports agent and I want to be able to bring clients. And it's nobody asked you to do that. 
Nobody asked you to do that. And I'm not even trying to be funny. KP was right. He doesn't have a problem getting high profile clients. No, he doesn't. And and you coming in my shop telling me what you can for my shop, but you won't actually come in my shop and do what I hired you to do in my shop. You, you think I'm pussy and I don't like that. I don't fuck with that at all. So KP, I, I agree with KP's decision to let him go. I just hate that Tim, big funky ass, always got to come in being nasty. It, that's yeah. not your place. That's not your shop. You may help manage the shop, but ultimately that's KP's shop. And KP was doing a really good fucking job of handling the situation before you started getting real nasty. I want KP to check Tim sometime, and he did. He called him out. He said, bro, why are you taking it there? The situation is being handled. As usual, Tim is the cause of a lot of fucking confusion and chaos. I would have fired him. And him talking yeah. about, wow, wow, I can't believe this. How you can't? Why you can't? You are doing just, everything but tattooing in my shop. And if so, let me let you go so I could free up a booth for somebody who want to come in and be here. Yeah, I just feel like tattooing is one of those uh, professions that people feel like it's supposed to be loosey-goosey, like just kind of flowy and go with the wind when there's actually like rules and protocols to things that you have to follow. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, It looked like it's going to be a good good season. Um, It does. Definitely going to be some mess with at cat like shop everybody's gonna be hired at cat shop um we're gonna see ryan pop up so that tells me that at some point black ink chicago will be coming back and they will be making it the flagship show of the black ink show because initially black ink chicago and compton shared a time slot well not shared a time slot shared the day mm-hmm. and new york was standalone yeah. And now it's New York and Compton. So that tells me that they're going to put a lot of their focus on Chicago being the flagship show. Okay. So, I'm, I'm down for it. Definitely. But welcome back. And if you want to hear our commentary and how we feel about the season premiere of New York um, coming this weekend, you'll be able to find that on Ratchet Reloaded, which is on our Patreon at the Red Noise level. $5 a month um, where we'll be covering where we are covering covering summer house, Martha's vineyard, bad boy, Texas. Uh, we'll be discussing the season finale of put a ring on it. And we might add ready to love in there and um, black ink LA. And then when they come back in July, we'll be covering love during lockup. So treat yourself. Sounds good. We always, we always find some mess. We do. We do. And that's in thanks to you, Adrian. You you brought a lot of good shows that we may have normally not covered to the feed and they haven't let us down. So thank you for that. Um, As a detour, a really mm-hmm. quick detour, because we're talking about mess. I don't know what the fuck is going on with Vanderpump Rules because I haven't watched in like a really long time. But I watched one episode yesterday. That shit was so messy. That shit was so messy. There's been some cheating scandals and shit, right? Yes, because so Ariana cheated with this guy named Tom. Tom Scandoval, right? Yeah, Sandoval. Sandoval. When yeah. he was with when he was with the girl named Kristen. So they were together like 10 years and he cheated on her with her best friend Raquel. And so this last episode was just like everybody finding out about it. And them like talking about it. 
and he is like a piece of shit like a piece of shit like he's telling everybody well yeah i've wanted to break up with her for the last four or five years but she wouldn't let me and it's like it, it was just wild it I, I it was wild i haven't seen mess like that in a in a while and that was just one episode i haven't watched a single other episode of this season but that one and it was mess yeah it may be worth looking into because i saw one of the ladies from the show was on like the view or something or some daytime talk show and it got real messy real real messy real messy oh he yeah it is like they he has a business that he just opened and people are like leaving bad reviews for his restaurant his business partners are freaking out like it's it's messy it is messy it's just funny because when when people when high profile people cheat they always assume especially men they always assume they'll get away from with it and there will be no no blowback from it and so i'm always glad to see men who cheat like that receive some blowback and and fuck they bag up and their reputation because rightfully so. Yeah, you can't. I feel like you can't cheat like that and have your businesses built off your appearances on a reality TV show because that's very much the fans and fans can be fickle. Yeah. And if you go against somebody that the fans really like, like, and your businesses are tied to you being likable on a show, it can go downhill. Now, when you make your money from other shit, where you being likable doesn't matter right you you can cheat probably without consequences you can be a piece of shit without consequences but when your money is based on people liking you mm -mm, mm -mm. yeah absolutely okay enough playing in the snow we (laughs) i think that's the show title playing in the snow (laughs) we let's let's go to couples retreat um because a few things First of all, this season has, it, it has started off really strong. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie. And I want to talk about Fallon and Jalen because I believe that they are exactly what it looks like. So, rewind. A lot of times people say the best way to get over somebody is to get under somebody new. They are what it looks like when you are trying to get over somebody by getting under each other. And all y'all are doing is mixing and mingling y'all trauma and baggage. You said a word. Fallon has never healed from any trauma in her life. Any trauma in her life, she's never healed from. And what it is showing, what it, I wonder how, I don't want to use the word awful, but how much she contributed to the downfall of her marriage to Simon. Because when AJ asked her, she said, I know that you are, you're attracted to men, but do you like men? And she said, no, absolutely not. I don't like men. I don't trust men. And this is not me giving Simon a pass for, for screwing somebody that was an associate of Fallon. But imagine being in a relationship with somebody that you don't like and you don't trust and imagine somebody being in a relationship with you knowing that you don't like them and they that they don't like you and they don't trust you how could you ever have anything close to happiness how and i when mike and i used to do not so newlywed podcast we talked about how the worst thing about people cheating is once you cheat on somebody 
it's hard to hold them accountable for their misdoings in the relationship because you cheated. And so now they have the big joker. But yeah. if you take the cheating away, a lot of people contribute very evenly to the demise of their relationships. And they I think can. just because they're not cheating, they're not committing. They're not committing the ultimate, the ultimate no, no. Well, I didn't cheat on you. At least I didn't do this. When the whole time you, your baggage, your trauma is a, a, a safe haven for you to be abusive. If you in a relationship <sighs> with somebody you don't like, you're not treating them well. Let's mm -mm. be honest. Because when you don't like somebody in general, you don't treat them well. You don't give a fuck about them. Mm -mm. You don't talk to them politely. You don't respect them. You don't consider their feelings. So to be in a romantic partnership with somebody that you don't like and don't trust, there's no way Fallon was good to Simon in the capacity she's trying to paint the picture. Like, like Simon and Portia totally betrayed me. And she's not taking any accountability for how she behaved in her marriage. And we know it had to have been awful. You don't like men because you've been sexually, you were sexually abused as a child. You've never gotten help from that. You start messing with Jalen on the heels of feeling betrayed by Simon and Portia. He says that you treat him like shit and you belittle him and you make him feel terrible while he's taking care of his family and your family. I mean, you could see you could see that when they were having like the little joke about the Blair Witch Project and he went and stood in the corner and you hear her. Oh, he's young. He don't know anything about that. And I'm like, but they that's exactly what they did in the Blair Witch Project. The yeah. whole standing in the corner shit. So you belittled him in that moment. And you were loud and wrong. Yes. And let me let me <laughs> Jalen's not intimate with you. Because he can feel that you don't like and don't value him. I was waiting for it to come out. And we talked about it last episode about the intimacy issue. And when he said he never had a problem being intimate with other women because they don't treat him the way Fallon does. They don't have they don't have the attitude towards men that Fallon does. Give it time and it comes out in the wash. I see why there's a disconnect intimately. Yeah. You are not kind to him. You don't like him. You don't trust him. You don't value him. You don't respect him. And but in then turn, also, and also he's under a tremendous amount of stress. Yeah. Can you imagine being 23 and you're responsible for seven people? Seven people. Yeah. If his money not, if his money not right. No, his dick might not get hard if his money yeah. not right. <laughs> yeah. And on top of his money not being right, you constantly dig at him and belittle him and undervalue him whole time you really don't have nothing to show for yourself either you built your lifestyle off simon's money i'm not saying he's right i understand now why they are so disconnected and why he has no desire to be intimate with her mm -hmm. i do i have never wanted to be intimate with somebody that i felt didn't respect me and we we see it all the time once relationships start going sour What's the first thing to go? Sex. The intimacy goes away. And I think AJ was trying to, I think she was trying to say it as nicely as possible that y'all don't need to be together. She tried. And and I agree. And I think, and Jalen agrees, like, let's co-parent. And he even said, I need to work on myself by myself. And she need to work on herself by herself. She does. We, we can't work on ourselves together if when we have so much that we have accrued in terms of trauma before we got to each other. Mm -hmm. And if it's meant to be, if y'all can get healthy and come back to the table 
and the desire and the love and the passion is, is it, it rebirths itself. Good luck. We wish you the best, but y'all don't need to be together. And yeah. I truly feel like AJ should send them home and, and give them and send them home with resources to get the help that they need. But there's nothing AJ could do for them at couples retreat because the work they need, they don't need it as a couple. True. Um, Apollo is weird to me. And I feel like he was best suited to be with a weirdo like Phaedra because yeah. his desire to, to, to infantilize his wife is very weird to me. Like even the whole, let me rub your feet shit. She said she didn't need a foot rub. She just wanted to sit and talk with you. You tried to force it on her. Yeah. I I like how she, I like how she communicates. I, I, I like how I do she. I like her. I do like her. Because she's very much like, nah, you were wrong in the situation and you need to see it like this way. Yeah, I do like her. I, I do. I, I do. I like how I like how she communicates with him. I do. Same. Tiana and Fat Boy. Um, they foundation shaky. And it always has been. And yeah. the one thing that's getting on my nerves about them is them not telling the whole story of their meeting through DM. He had another girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And he he cheated on his ex-girlfriend with his now wife. And that is why she is so insecure about what goes on in those DMs on top of the cheating that has already happened. Because she she was on the other side of the fence before and she does not care about how she stepped on another woman's toes. And she is afraid that these other these women do not care about stepping on her toes. And he 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 has allowed it twice before. So why wouldn't he allow it again? Mm-hmm. That's why I don't understand being with somebody you cheat with. It's like, cool, have your fling, be a side piece. But when you're ready to settle down and get serious, you need to have a real come to Jesus moment with your goddamn self about what that would look like if you ended up settling down with the same man whose side chick you were before you became his main chick. Mm. And I'm so tired of these... I can't control my emotions, ask me, but they want to paint us as the as the most the the emotional sex while they're the most logical sex. You I would have absolutely responded like Tiana if you calling me stupid in an elevator full of fucking people. But if you got to go through phones and DMs and shit, you already know something is going on. You feel it. Why do you need confirmation? It's been confirmed two times before that he cheated on you and while pregnant. While putting your health and the health of your children on the line, what what more confirmation do you need? Your your spidey senses tingled the first two times. If they tingling now, guess what? Yeah, I don't get it. I I like a certain level of peace, and I don't I don't have time for that. I do not have time for it. I just feel like people's misdoings always come out in the yeah. No matter how hard they try to cover them, no matter how slick they are, it comes out in the wash every time. It really does. So I don't under, I don't, this, that, like you said, it's too much because when you go searching, you find what you be looking for. And now you mad, you mad. Cause you found what you was looking for. You wanted to see, you felt like it was some bitches in them DMS. You went in his phone and guess what? It was some bitches in his DMS. Now what? And again, he said he wasn't even responding. She didn't say she seen no responses, but now, now what's the end game? Where where y'all go from here after you violated his privacy? You you saw that the bitches were shooting a shot. And the thing is, when motherfuckers have a certain level of notoriety, even if it's just on social media, right? We talking about a what? A a, a C D E F G H I J K L M N O P S internet celebrity? 
Yeah. He not even a Keith Lee. And women is going to try to get with somebody they think got a little something, something going for them. Whole time, these bitches don't even... Matter of fact, you should hand his ass off. Whole time, these bitches don't know he got a gambling problem. Wild. Motherfuckers be wanting to be in the next woman's shoes, and y'all should y'all should slide them shoes right on over to them dang bad hoes. You should have went right in them DMs and said, baby, if you want them, you can have them. We got two kids together. If I leave tomorrow, if we get divorced tomorrow, he going to be paying child support. He probably going to need to borrow some money from you because he got a gambling problem. So if you want them that bad, come get them. <laughs> he yours for the taking. Have it. Like, that's truly how I feel about situations like that. That man not not that great to you to have to even be doing all of that. Which I keep, if I remember in the previews, they talk about what would happen if she left. Because she could do better than him. Sure can. Fighting, fighting to keep a cheater is something. And, you know, I'm not saying people don't rebound from. And we, we've had, I feel like we've had this conversation on this show before that. What you deem the worst of a worst in a relationship, it varies from person to person. Yeah. For a lot of women and a lot of men, cheating is the ultimate no-no. For some men and women, they feel like you can rebound from cheating, especially when you're doing the work and having the hard conversations about how you got to that point. Mm-hmm. But it just, she can do better. Now, we have dragged Jock Bill Peppernose ass from here to Timbuktu. Not only since this season started, but when we have talked about Love and Hip Hop Atlanta, which is coming back in July. Um, But finding out some things and seeing how Kendra behaves in times of disagreement, um, she's abusive. Because she don't like, she she resents him. She, she resents him. So she feels like because of the pain you put me through with this baby, this outside baby while we were together, because I, I don't give a fuck what you talking about. Wasn't no break. No, it wasn't no she break. She resents that's him. A, that's an outside baby. She and... resents him. So she feels like as long as I'm in pain, I'm going to inflict this pain on you whenever I feel like it. Um, I am somebody who believes that other forms of abuse often lend a hand to physical abuse in relationships. Mm-hmm. Typically, you do not have one without the others. If somebody engages in one type of abuse, they engage in all types of abuse. If if somebody is verbally abusive, they're mentally abusive, emotionally abusive, and subsequently probably physically abusive. If somebody is physically abusive, they emotionally abusive, verbally abusive, emotionally. Like, they all go hand in hand. You don't Mm -hmm. have one without the other. So to hear the way that she talks to him, it makes me cringe. And it makes me cringe because I have seen that type of abuse in my own family. And being called all type of bitches, hoes, motherfuckers, called everything but a child of God, that shit stings just like being slapped in the face. Yeah. And when Jock went to talk to um, AJ, something stung me real, real bad that he said that he was there for Kendra and her mom when his father when her father passed away and in a heated argument she told him I hate you because if I wasn't with you I could have been spending more time with my father eek this is something that I hate that people do because when it's somebody when it's your time to be called it's your time to be called and nothing you do can change that 
And you are, not only are you a grown-ass woman, you are a grown-ass, educated, highly opinionated woman. You want me to believe that this man kept you from being more present with your dying father while he was trying to help you be as present as possible when your father was dying. But to utter those words, I don't know how I could rebound in a relationship after somebody said that to me. And I'm somebody that the the words, I hate you, if you don't mean them, they should never leave your fucking lips. True. That is one sentence that I feel like you can never really take back. So to tell some, tell that man you hate him and he, and he, the reason you couldn't be spend more time with your father before he passed. Why are you there? Why are you there? Why are you there trying to inflict this pain on this man that you feel like he's inflicted on you? And I'm not saying, and, and Jock even admitted that some of the pain that Kendra is holding, it is, it is his doing. And he is holding that. But that man couldn't stop you from spending time with your father. You a grown titty woman. They are another couple that, in my opinion, they should start the divorce proceeding. Yeah, they never, I I I contend they should have never got married. Yeah, she got, she has too much vitriol for him. Yeah, she, she resents him now. And um, I don't think they'll ever recover from it. No, because I don't think she'll ever really confront it. And again, we said this last week, a lot of her pain and her issue is that social media knows that she stayed with him, even though he had an outside baby on her. Yeah. She was happy as a lark before it hit, hit social media and was all on that TV. Yeah. She planned a whole wedding around it. And she's had an abortion. And I just feel like if you don't want his kids... If you don't want to have kids with him or you don't want to have kids, period, that's fine. But why aren't you on birth control? Why aren't you using proper contraceptives? Just if she could have saved face, if this stuff would have never hit social media, we would they would not be on this show. No, they wouldn't. They wouldn't. Um, I something is very weird about Breezy and this girl. And I'm I'm and it looks like we're gonna they're gonna start picking away at it next week. Or tonight. Tonight. Because um some 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 not some not adding up. Her girlfriend, Breezy's girlfriend, has this like kind of pick me vibe to her. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not gonna say too. I'm not gonna say too much um, of any you know like troubles we have in our relationship. Because when she like kind of freaked out because she said like she doesn't like that she smokes. And she kind of freaked out, like, you know, I really wasn't trying to say anything. She just gives me, like, major pick-me vibes. Yep, she does. really does. And I'll be glad when they get to the bottom of it. Yeah. Because they they working really hard to cover up what's really going on. It's almost like they was like, when we get on here, let's just get the check. Don't tell them nothing. Let's act like everything good, everything great. Everything not good and everything not great. No, it's not. And I don't know what, I don't know what it is that's wrong, but... Some, some, some not right. Yeah. Some not, not curling right. all the way over. I'm glad we on the same page with that. Since we, since, let's go to Atlanta. Stay tuned because we'll be heading over to talk about Real Housewives of Atlanta after the break. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
I'm throwing up in my mouth a little bit at having to say this, mm-hmm. but I don't care how much y'all don't like who Sheree is dating. If y'all claim to be friends with her, unless he is blatantly disrespecting you, y'all have no business disrespecting that man, which we're going to touch on when we get, get over on Love and Marriage Huntsville next, since it was a Sheree crossover on, on that okay. episode. Okay. Even if I, I do agree that Kenya only revealed this information to Sheree to have somewhat of a storyline because she is not talking very much about this nasty divorce between her and Mark Daly. And she really has no storyline. It's very thin. I agree with Carlos King, who said that in his recap of the episode last night, the storylines are very thin for some of these women, very thin for Marlo. Marlo literally had a meltdown about her nephew being killed years ago. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't get that. I didn't get that. I didn't get how we got there from where we started in that conversation. I didn't get that. Like that big blow up with Drew threw me for a loop. It threw Drew through a loop. Like, what? wait, what are we My nephew died whole time. Drew is like, yeah, that's why I didn't bring it up. I was trying to be sensitive about the situation. So you're mad at her for not staying shooting, but then you're yelling at her for being insensitive about your nephew dying due to gun violence? And can I ask a question? Why, why, why are we so insistent on talking about this shooting? Because it happened in Candy's restaurant and they don't like Candy for real. Okay, but you canceled Candy in the game. So if you wanted that story, you should have kept that show. Yep. Yep. Because to try to force her to have that conversation with her nephew, like you don't know what kind of trauma he might still be experiencing from that situation to talk about it on camera. Her and Ty were absolutely right that, hey, this is an open legal matter. So we can't just be casually talking. Like, what are y'all like? What are y'all thinking? It's not like I mean, we've popped in on the restaurants on Real Housewives, but I don't ever remember it being focused on her restaurants like you have never seen it. Yeah. So why? And it was a freak accident. Why are y'all acting like all that happens at this lady restaurants is people get shot up? They might get salmonella yeah. from them poor watered down drinks, rating, but <laughs> poor health rating reviews. They might have mold in their ice. But while it might be called the old lady gang and other shit, it's not the wild, wild west. And that was a very freak accident. And I think it's very shitty of the ladies to keep discussing it. One, knowing it's an open legal matter. Mm-hmm. Two, y'all know that is not the norm at that lady's restaurants. We joke about Candy's restaurants all the time not being great. But certainly, it's not normal for people to be getting shot in her restaurant. So that's what's pissing me off about them consistently bringing this up. It was a freak accident and treated as such. Yeah. Yeah. Now, what I will say, let me talk about this. Todd is better than me because I wouldn't be married to Candy. Candy has never taken the steps. Let me make this clear because a lot of people get married and they don't really know their vows and what they mean. and, and, And the only entity that comes before your marriage is fuck is god that is literally nobody should come before your your significant other but the the, but your lord and savior whoever you pray to or whoever your spiritual deity is can i just say i don't like the narrative that is sometimes pushed about todd because people tend to act like 
Todd wasn't shit before he met Candy. Todd was a whole producer on a show. And and only left Real Housewives of Atlanta as a producer because he started dating Candy and it was a conflict of interest. And if we want to be honest, yes, Candy had her her singing career, her songwriting, but this kind of push for like media, like visual media stuff, that happened after Todd. Mm-hmm. So I'm sick of people acting like Todd was just some bum on the street that she just picked up. Was his net worth what her net worth is? No. But it wasn't like this nigga was coming with garbage bags. We can take it. We can take it a step further. Candy and Todd. Candy is only nominated for these Tonys and these other awards because of the push and the space Todd allowed her to do that work. Candy didn't know shit about Broadway, TV, or nothing. If you if you believe somebody who was a TV producer didn't have a hand in helping this woman move into the arts the way that she has, you are a fucking fool. Come on now. And oh, Candy, it's Candy's money that does his projects. They are married. They're married. That mm-hmm. if that's what the what if that's what she wants to because if this was a man supporting his wife in this way, because he has the resources to do it, wouldn't nobody say shit. Todd Todd has never presented like a bum to me. He's always remained very respectful under circumstances that he's been in. He's always been there supporting and championing Candy. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And and I'll be honest. I I have joked about how Todd keep opening these restaurants knowing that Candy has no real desire desire to be a restaurateur. And I stand Mm -hmm. on that. I don't think Candy has any desire to really be a restaurateur. But in Todd's eyes, it's easy money to make because she's a celebrity and the turnaround on on investment is is probably pretty quick because it's her rest- because old lady gang does fucking fina- fantastic. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people say the food is not even that great. But whenever people come to Atlanta, they want to go to old lady gang because Candy own it. So I stand on that. But in other instances, when Candy was introduced to the housewives, Candy was not on Broadway. Candy didn't have a foot in that avenue of the arts. She was selling sex toys, which again is another business that if you can get into it and you can invest properly, the turnaround on the money is really quick because sex will always sell. Oh. People like to people like to come and people like to eat. I just don't uh, I I don't agree and that, that my issue with Candy is you haven't ever challenged your mom on respecting your husband. So why are you so confused that in the now she doesn't respect your husband? You never created that boundary. Because I people may come at me for this, but my boundary would be, hey, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna support you how I do if yep. you can't respect this person that I'm with. I'm not gonna take anything from you. I won't allow you to be on the street, but what you've been getting from me, you won't. Because if you can't, because this is my husband and this is who is helping me get this money that you get. Yeah. So if you can't respect us, then you shouldn't respect our money. You, mm-hmm. you got to draw that boundary with her. I'm going to be honest. If my mom came and my husband the way Candy's mom comes at Todd, we would not have a relationship. I am of the belief that like when it comes to my kids, if you don't have a good relationship with me and my husband, you don't need to be around my kids. 
Yeah. You don't need to be around my kids. You, like you said, Adrian, you don't need to have access to my money. You don't need to be asking us for nothing. We don't need to be funding your lifestyle. And you ain't got to like them. Take that shit to your group chat with your sister. But constantly sitting on TV, using using my husband and bagging and ragging on him and disrespecting him. Mm-mm. No, not gonna happen. I don't like Sonya. I want her off the show. She's a coward. For somebody who talk all that Ross clot, blood clot, me Jamaican, what one <laughs> bullshit. She a fucking coward and can't stand on none of the shit she be saying and doing. And I'm glad Candy called her the fuck out and was like, when she called me ghetto and hood and shit, what you say? Mm. And got the lion. Yeah. And they had to roll the bean for this back. You a fucking clown. You a clown. That's some clown shit. Very much so. And I don't like how Courtney tried to backpedal on Pussy Pop. In I'm from the hood. I'm, I'm ghetto. I'm from. No, you not, bitch. That's not what you was trying to say. And I'm glad Candy checked her. If I bring the bitch, I don't just bring the hood out. I bring everybody out. One thing about women who get a, uh, get a couple Louis bags and some nice shoes and shit, they start forgetting where they come from. Oof. A word. Because that anti-blackness truly jumped all out of Courtney's skin. Just being fucking weird and corny. Much like Marlo. I wish Monetta had to beat Marlo up. I'm really tired of Marlo trying to have a moment. And I don't I don't I don't get what is the vitriol she has for Candy? Did I miss a conflict between her and Candy? Okay, she's weird. Bro, you're weird. Like, especially since Candy has tried to help her in the past. Like, you're weird. Very. You're very weird. Yep. And um all the ladies was being fake. Oh my god, because it don't matter if June didn't get to perform a whole song. If you her friend, just be there for her in that moment. Because Candace extended an opportunity that she didn't have to. She didn't. Like, that's like how when motherfuckers, like, when somebody be like, oh, I'm I'm going to be in a movie or I'm a, I'm in a play. And somebody be like, you only had one line. It's one line more than you had. And if you it's, fuck with me, that should be good enough. That should be good a fuck enough. I don't like all that hating shit. Mm-mm. I really don't. I don't care how small or how big something is. If it's important to you as my friend, that shit important to me. Period. If it matter to you, it matter to me. Right. If it matter to us, bitch, it matter to we. Yeah, that, that wasn't very supportive. It wasn't. Talking shit in the green screen, but he heeing in her fucking face. I thought it was very corny. Very. But speaking of corny, love and marriage hunts me all. Um, Martell, you a dirty, rotten bastard for what you was going to try to do to me. Yeah. I don't have enough words for how disgusted I am with him for what he was gonna try to do to me yep Mm-mm. but you wonder Dirt. why she don't want to ever be she don't care about your olive branch when you extend them because they never genuine they're never fucking genuine she's a lot better than me because if you because did this because i'm trying to remember the timeline because this happened when a whole bunch of mess was like happening with them like every day this would this have been before or after she invited him to Destin on that family vacation. I feel like it was before. I do too. And I think it came out after. Okay, you too nice. Then you you being way too nice and trying to overextend way too much. Because there is no way that you can come up with a plot to release a, se- a sex tape. Well, not a sex clip between me and you. And then you were going to try to pretend like that was another man. I'm the mother of your four kids and trashing my name. 
I'm the mother of your four kids. I did not do shit to you, right? Our undoing was all of your doing. And you still, still refuse to hold your L and allow me to move on in peace. Come the fuck on. Give me a break. Give me all give me all of the breaks. All of them. Every every single one of them. I want mail off the show. I, it's official now because there's no way that her other castmates did not know about this. I there's no way that they didn't, and y'all know this, and y'all still ex- y'all still are sitting questioning why I, why I can't be buddy buddy with him, why I don't want him walking me out to my car and being fucking and and being weird and constantly. I'm always gonna think of Mel and Martell together. We'll stop. Why would you want to think of me with somebody who would harm me in that capacity? In that, that, that capacity. Is, that is that is sick and disgusting. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Yeah, no. Um, you're stupid for wanting to be with something. You're you're stupid for wanting to be with somebody like this. And not and not even that. I just because he playing in your face. This ain't even like mm-mm, 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 mm-mm. there's no way you don't see Bob. In Martell, there is absolutely no way. She for sure do. Because I, I, I don't believe that Martell has never put his hands on a woman. I don't either. I don't. I don't believe he. I has don't never believe put his it. hands on male. Um, something is really weird about Tiffany and her hard on for Kiki and even Tisha. It's really strange, and it's it's given pressed. Because I don't, I don't get what the, I don't get. I don't really don't get the issue. You've already said, I don't feel like I can mess with you because if you did this to your cousin, what would you do to me? You've said that. What more is there to say after that then? Right. What What do you What do you want from Kiki? Do you want her to beg to be your friend? Like, is that what you want? You want her to beg to be your friend? Yeah. Just quit dragging it because you saying, I don't see myself being cool with somebody that did that to their cousin. That's valid. And you can say that and stand on that and let it go. Right. But all this extra shit is is weird. And Tiffany's just weird. And I don't know if that is her purpose on the show. It's just a stir up mess. Because that conversation that she had with Sheree. She is so lucky she was pregnant. Because she, I would have slapped the fuck out of Tiffany. I would have slapped the fuck out of Tiffany if she wasn't carrying that belly. I don't care. First of all. Don't you dare sit up and talk about how mail your girl this and mail your girl that and you and your husband still go to dinner and be hanging out with Martell. That's the first thing. So spare me all that mail my girl shit. Secondly, you you have the self-awareness of a fucking rock. Asking that woman, how does it feel to be with a known cheater? And I'm so glad Sheree dinged her ass. Baby, you're a cheater too. And so is your husband. And you leaving your husband after you, your ex-husband after you cheated on him, didn't he end up committing suicide? Yeah. Yeah. You took some, you hurt somebody but so bad, you took them to ground nothing. Stay in your fucking lane. And what further bothers me is you two cowardly motherfuckers ran off the show last season after Dr. Francis exposed all the holes in y'all fucking marriage. Yeah. Y'all couldn't even stand the heat for that. And you think you are entitled to come around questioning somebody that about a, a man that you don't even really uh fuck with like that? So you say, cut the bullshit, cut it out. 
you're trying to be seen and you're trying to be seen in a way that you and Lewis don't have to expose that this baby is here to try to save y'all's fucking marriage. Oh, say it. Every time we see you and Lewis together, there is no fucking chemistry between y'all. Yeah, he's talking about how you need to make time. Mind your fucking business. And I'm going to be honest, when next week's episode come on, I'm so glad that Marceau is going to ask you what the fuck is wrong with you. You had no right. None. And we, you I did not have the fucking, like I did not, I do not even care for Sheree, but you had no right to do that and to do it at somebody's event where you were invited to celebrate them and you did the total opposite of celebrate them. You fucking was tearing them down. What what kind of snake shit is that? You could have stayed home. If Mel was your girl to that capacity, why did you even come? Huh? Riddle us that ding bat. No, I wouldn't have had the conversation if I was Sheree. I wouldn't have had the conversation. I would have went and got Martell and I would have had her big ass escorted out of my uh, event. Well, cause you know, Mel, my girl, and I got to look out how Mel your girl and you here celebrating her shitty ex-husband that dogged the fuck out of her. If Mel your girl, you shouldn't have been there. You yeah, wanted I some just feel like, Yeah, she a plant. I feel like she gets fed information to ask people about or to bring about that that's my theory and i'm sticking to it because other than that why would you bring her and lewis back because they're not exciting they don't give nothing they don't want to they're not transparent while constantly talking about the other couples need to be transparent so mm -mm. they serve no purpose and honestly i let me say this and i'm gonna be i'm gonna say it with my chest if you don't give a fuck about your own pregnancy to stay out of stressful situations and mind your business I don't give a fuck about calling you to the carpet when you overstep boundaries. Yep. Everybody That's talking right about there. they can't they can't call her out because she's pregnant and they don't want to stress her out. She don't seem to give a fuck about stress because she won't mind her fucking business and go home and make love to her her lurch looking ass husband. So I don't know what we doing here. I really don't. I don't understand it at all. You had no right to do that. And you constantly speaking on Marceau and Tisha. But again, when, when y'all was at that couple's retreat, baby, y'all, you ran the fuck up out of there. You turned into a track star. Yeah. I, I certainly am looking forward to her being checked and being properly checked and going from there. Um, Kimmy, you signed up for that, honestly. It's no, I, mm. Adrian made a great point last week it, it, that you, Mar Maurice wasn't present from the start when he wanted custody of Monster. And that was one of your biggest concerns. I'm not cleaning up after no motherfuckers when my grown son is gone and on his own. That house will look like a pig fucking style before I before I bend over to pick a motherfucking thing up that I a mess that I didn't create. Because my question is for Maurice to always got so much to say about black empowerment, it's starting a home. And what kind of child are you raising that he still go he refused to be present and accounted for and do his chores and, and, and keep shit together like he's supposed to? Where the discipline at? I don't think you want to be there. I don't think he wants to be there. Monster. Yeah. Can you imagine? Because from what I know, they were pretty much in a stationary place for like most of his childhood can you imagine like right before like high school when it's really finna get lit with the people you didn't grew up with you get your dad talking about boy. i want i want custody of you and you didn't have a say so yeah i don't i don't think so i don't think he want to be there so he may if he's not cleaning up behind himself and stuff they might want to see if he's okay 
they might want to let him go back to his mom where it seems he really wants to be. Yeah, but that's what I mean by checking and see if he's okay checking in with him because he might be down there depressed. And you trying to force him to want to be down there with you because you want to prove you a president and accounted for a father. This, as usual, is the ball-headed amigos leading with ego. <laughs> that's the show title. <laughs> the ball-headed amigos. <laughs> that, like, that's that's what this is. And I it took some seasons for me to realize, part, and partially because we have totally been fixated on Martel and his misgivings and misdoings consistently. But Marcel and Maurice are shitty husbands too. Yes. And, and, and they're not present in their households as parent as, as parents as well. They leave their partners to do all the heavy lifting and think because they bringing in a check here and there that they don't have to pull their weight domestically. But if you list, if you go back to the episode with their father, that sounds like what their father did. Yep. And I don't think either. And I see and I commend their father for recognizing how he was lacking and trying to spur them to be better than that. But they got that from him. Yeah. He said and the tone. for them, they feel like, hey, I grew up fine. My father, all he did was provide and my mom did the other stuff and I grew up fine. I'm fine. So this should be fine for my kids. And the the I guess the not the sad part. It is sad. Because we're talking about some very business savvy, focused, ambitious, driven women sitting back and uh, and just taking it. Mm -hmm. Like there's going to come. And I feel like that's a lot of their because Kimmy take digs here and there at at Mel, too. I think they wish they had the courage to leave like Mel did. And the, what they fail to realize is Mel didn't even leave the first time. She gave Martell another chance to do better and be better. And he pissed in her face again. And after that, she got the fuck on. And let's take it a step further. I feel like if they weren't on this show, side baby and all, I think she would have still been with Martell. She may have been. But I felt like she just, at some point, she just was fucking miserable. You could see it in her face on the show. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like she, she wanted out. I just, I want them to, I, w I want them to really stand up for themselves. And Tisha for sure don't. She lets Marceau talk to her any kind of way. Kimmy been battling cancer. And the fact that you have to tell your husband to step up and be the parent to his biological child that he should be. Mm -mm, ain't no way. Ain't no way. There is no way I'm being bothered with that shit. Like that shouldn't even be a conversation, honestly. Not at all, but that's the choice she made, so. Yeah. And also, I feel like Kimmy doesn't um Kimmy doesn't want to admit that she was doing all that backbiting and being Maurice's side chick and she didn't really know the type of man he was until they were married. Mm. And I I guarantee you Kai was sniggles at every episode. Because she probably can identify and she probably has some of those same conversations with Maurice. I wonder if that's what contributes to her decision to cheat. Yeah. Yep. So, you know, but well, worst of luck to everybody, really and truly. Have the worst day of luck. It's especially you, Tiffany. Prayers down to y'all. Bell Collective is back and the season premiere <sighs> did not disappoint. Not at all. Not at all. I want to talk about Glenn and. Tisha, baby, Tisha, this a long time coming and I'm happy to see you standing your ground. 
This mm-hmm. motherfucker sitting up here talking about, do I got to wear a condom? Why do I got to wear condoms when... Well, because you was cheating and cheating so much so that you potentially had an outside baby. Why do you think I should give you some some pussy without without proper protection? What world are you living in, sweetheart? And then you... equate that, oh, should I leave $40 on the dresser? So not only are you trying to call me a hoe, you calling me a cheap hoe. Like, really, dude? You be lucky you got some pussy. Be, be Hello, lucky. Be lucky I was in a, a space of desperation. Say that. Be lucky I was desperate and needed to get an itch scratch because you're not doing me any favor. And I need you to stop like you are. And I need you to stop with these mental manipulations about your family and my son going to be in a home. Did you think about that when you was cheating? What would happen? You didn't seem to care about your son being in a different home from you when you was cheating. Mm -mm. These are simple games of cause and effect. Fuck around and find out if you will. Like literally cause and effect. This, this is, this is what happens when you allow your dick to lead you and allowed your dick to lead you because you was, she wouldn't make you no candy yams. <laughs> like this is where all of this came from. She wasn't cooking homemade dinners because she was trying to chase her dreams. Men are now, now you got all the free time to, to get a home cooked meal from a bitch that ain't Tisha. Hell yeah. Do your thing. And fucking 40 talking about rapping. Lord have mercy. <laughs> Lord have my fucking mercy, boy. I don't give a fuck what nobody say. Don't you go to nobody cook family cookout talking about do you want to hear my mixtape? I will call the police on you. Oh, fuck. Because in what world do you think that that's what I'm here for? Absolutely fucking not. Will not, won't not. Cannot. Mm-mm. Have not. Baby, you got the wrong bitch on the wrong day. Fucking mixtape. <laughs> A 40-year-old rapper. Mm-mm. Boy, love is a hell of a drug because JJ ugly than a motherfucker. <laughs> and them little-ass plaits and shit he be wearing, ain't no way, baby. <laughs> He's very charismatic, though. So. He's very charismatic, and that's got to be what it is because ain't no way. Ain't no damn way. Because... And also, if you're trying to get some pussy from me, why are you going to bring up your one badass mama? And what why is, is she just here? moving in with no conversation? After we then became empty nesters, you talking about how great it is to be an empty nester, but you want to move your your mommy in, and you know I don't really fuck with her like that. You ain't gonna never get no pussy. Put put her in her own place. Maybe she could live close to us, but she can't live with us. And I mean that. And also, um, Marie always stirring the pot. First, let me listen. <laughs> so Gucci is not the only realtor in Jackson, Mississippi, right? And if you was dragging your motherfucking feet on finding me a warehouse space, I'm going to get with somebody who can move and shake now. You say you the best realtor in Jackson. You should have the hookup on properties. Right or wrong. You should right. Be and maybe and maybe she did, but I mean, she jumped to another realtor and it still didn't work out. Like, so maybe somebody being fast as a realtor might not always mean you're going to get exactly what you want and what you need out the situation. Yeah. And again, all this talk about being bosses and this, that, and the third, then you should understand that sometimes your services will not be needed. And it's not, it's not indicative of me fucking with you and valuing you as a friend, but I'm going to always, I'm going to do what's best with my biz for my business. Yeah. Especially if I'm not stepping on you or nobody else to do it. So I hated the fact that that 
Marie was up there egging it on, acting like Latrice was such a bad person for going with another realtor. And that's why her little scamming chaotic ass can't find no happiness. Because she too messy too. Like Marie too old to be that messy in my opinion. But usually people that got the most mess going on in their life are the messiest people. Yeah, certainly. And she got a lot going, so. Um, is Tamper delayed? No, but I think she fucked Demond and Demond can't fuck. Something is off-putting because <laughs> they were just having sex trying to get pregnant. Now she ain't fucked them in two year, two months. Then she talking about, well, intimacy should come with an engagement and a wedding. Y'all live together. If you're doing things traditionally, y'all shouldn't even be living together. And when they embrace, they embrace like some, like two people who are not together anymore. So I need Tamra to be honest. There was no chemistry there romantically. They gave each other a side hug. Eh? They don't. But he said they had. Yeah, I don't think so. But he said they had sex and they hadn't been having sex before. Then they had sex and then this was the term from it. So that's what leads me to believe it was something to deal with sexual compatibility. And if so, let's just call it quits. Yeah, because all this kind of slow creeping. Oh, I need my space. Oh, your space. But my space is a whole nother condo. Like, sis, come on now. Exactly. Which Tamara is a liar. Because I see that they're going to bring back up this season that she was engaged to somebody else when she started cheating with Demond, And I believe that. Mm -hmm. I believe that. Because she can't never give us an actual timeline of things with them. True. So she's going to get called to the carpet this season. And I'm looking forward to it because she hadn't really had like a full storyline in these three seat in these in the first two seasons. Like they mm-hmm. kind of got going and it it reached lukewarm and then it fizzled off. Right. Well, she might have something this season if this stuff with her manager is true. Yeah, talking and they was like, that don't look like her manager. That looked like her man. And I agree. It is. Uh, they look very comfy cozy. Huh? Um give Josh a check. Give him give him a permanent spot on this show. <laughs> because Josh he is bringing the mess clock, and calling it out. Josh clocked cliff for filth very early on and latrice don't want no kids period she don't want no children she don't want to be nobody's mama and no amount of cliff trying to force that on her is gonna make her want to do that and she is certainly lying to him about them starting to try for a baby i believe that girl is secretly on birth control I believe she is. And I, if his behavior is any indication, I think that might also play into why she don't want a kid. Cause she don't, if I have to cut away from this nigga, I don't want anything that could slow up that process or make me have to have a longer connection to him than I need to have. He gives me abusive vibes. And yes. Well, first of all, she is always crying every time he is brought up. Mm-hmm. always crying and josh called it cliff is an asshole he is an asshole she don't really smile when she talk about him and like he like uh josh said he think he way finer than he actually is because that man is not attractive maybe but back that in the scene, day <laughs> that scene in the parking lot that was scary and i recognized that and she like and don't I- grab me we could just go talk over here if he does that in public imagine what he does in private mm-hmm and he was calling that like he was calling her all type of bitches, and she didn't mm-hmm. even flinch because she like she was used to it. Yeah, and her very short answers. Okay, 
oh, okay, well then get Josh out here, okay? Like, that's, he didn't... And what did Josh do? Why would you even allow, why would you even throw him under the bus? Because if Cliff is as, as, bu- as abusive as he has presented himself in this particular episode, he don't want her to be around a Josh. No, Because Josh going to call it out every time. Josh is not her girlfriend that's going to sweep it under the rug and, hey, would you rather cry in a Honda or a Porsche? Like, Josh is not going to do that. Josh is going to keep calling out the elephant in the room. You're not happy. You don't seem happy. Anytime you talk about him, you don't seem happy. This doesn't seem good for you. Cliff don't want Josh around her. At all. Cliff wants to isolate her from a Josh. Yep. Cliff went and got with Latrice because she has daddy issues. Mm-hmm. And he could control her. Mm-hmm. And even the fact that his one of his children and his grandchildren are living there, that was a manipulation tactic. See? Look. Kids is cute. Look. Kids is fun. Look. See? Look. Look, mm-hmm. look, this could be us, but you won't get pregnant. Like all of that is manipulation. Yeah. All manipulation. And again, like we said, Josh is clocking it. Josh ain't been wrong yet. And we only saw one episode. And it looked like the friendship come to a halt because again, there comes a time where somebody you can't want more for somebody than they want for themselves. Yeah. And he is keeping, first of all, a few things that we could piece together real quick. And we're going to see if it ever comes to fruition. But if you remember from the first seasons, he has ownership in her business. He invested into it. And remember when he was trying to make decisions about labels and this, that, and the third and packaging. Mm -hmm. He has made it so that if she wanted to leave him, it would be very hard for her to disconnect herself from him. That sounds about right. And a baby would be the icing on the cake. Yes. I'm, I've, I'd be a little sad when women don't realize what a man is trying to do to trap them. I really do. It re- it really does. It, uh, it, it I has, think she realized. It stings a little different. I think and, she realized and that's why she won't do it. And even, um, you know, staying because the money is there. Um, it just, mm-mm. I'd rather be, I'd rather be broke. But you got a multi-million dollar business. You're going to always be okay. Yeah, some don't curl over right. It it very much gives me abusive. It gives abusive. And not just verbally and emotionally. Like we said, mentally and physically too. Because he was grabbing on her like she was a rag doll. Yeah, because I don't get how that came about. We still don't know what the lie was. What well, was I, the supposed lie? It sounded like what... Okay. Okay, I'm going to try to piece this together. It sounded like she was shooting a scene with her friends. She may have, she told um, him not to like show up or something. And he did. And he did anyway. Like, I think she was like, well, it's just a scene with me and my friends. So you don't need to be here. And he took that as her saying he couldn't be there. But I don't know. But I still don't know what the lie he was referencing was. But that's what he came in there about. And I don't I don't get it. Like, why do you have to be in all of her scenes with her friend? Especially when it's well known that the husbands don't get paid for being on the show. Right. So or maybe it's different with Carlos King because the husbands are in the opening credits on here. So maybe they do. But again, the fact that he has to show up where she's at when she's with certain people, it just says a lot to me. Yeah. So, you know, 
season looks very promising. Oh, I I didn't have nothing for Aikisha. She's always been really boring to me. Yeah, she's still being bougie. Still acting like she's better than everybody, so. Like, I didn't, I was like, okay, next. Like, where the next scene at? Where that's at? Because this, this not it. So, not good to hell luck, everybody. But we will, that's it, right? Was that all the shows? That was all the shows. Yeah, that's all the shows. We will be back Sunday at our regularly scheduled time with a new episode of Ratchet Reloaded. And yeah, Summer House Martha's Vineyard is not disappointing. I have thoughts, comments, amongst other things. So, mm-hmm. yes. Um, we out. Thank y'all for tuning in. You got anything to say before we go, Adrian? No, I'm good. All right, then. Bye, everybody. Bye, y'all.